Join me, 48 Hours Correspondent Erin Moriarty, on my podcast, My Life of Crime, as I take on true crime investigations like no other. This season, I'm looking into the labyrinth of crime and secrets within families. I'm cutting straight to the evidence and talking to the people directly involved, including investigators and the families of victims. Listen to My Life of Crime with Erin Moriarty wherever you get your podcasts. Inspired by the life of the savvy and ambitious Colombian businesswoman Griselda Blanco comes a new Netflix original limited series. Griselda tells the story of a devoted mother who, with her lethal blend of charm and relentless savagery, creates one of the most powerful cartels in history. Witness Sofia Vergara's captivating transformation into the godmother of the underworld. Griselda, now streaming only on Netflix. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Hey everybody, C-Note here. Welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like the past, more specifically 90s fashion. Not as cool as you think it is, or was, or whatever, I don't know. <laughs> C-Note here, Christian Rivera. I wanted to talk today about the past, revisiting the past. Is it good for you? What is it? What does it all mean? Why would or wouldn't you do that? Is it good? Is it bad? Should you dwell in it? Should you move on? What, what does it all mean? We're going to touch on that in this here episode of Dopamine. Let's go. Runs, all right welcome to the show welcome to the madness that is dopamine <laughs> i hope you guys are doing well i hope uh i hope everything's going okay today if not tomorrow will be better that's fine but sometimes uh Sometimes we idealize the past. Sometimes we think yesterday was better than today. And we only wish things would go back to the way they were. And it's kind of... It's a little bit defeatist sometimes. Uh, sometimes it's good to reference the past. And um, that's really what I want to break down today. So, uh, it's something I've been thinking about a lot lately. Had a really good conversation about that last night. And um, something I've been thinking about today particularly with myself, because I've spent a lot of time dwelling in the past. Um, I've had some previous relationships that I spent dwelling on the past about. Um, I've found myself having to dive into the past when it came to my mental health and my work history, my personal history, um, stuff with my parents. There are a lot, of, a lot of things that have defined who I am today, and I've had to go back and take stock in that. You know, I've had to take time to learn more about who I am and how that has affected my personal development, my personal growth. And I don't think it's inherently a bad thing to have to go 
back into the past. I think it's a way to to learn about where you are and who you are and how much you've grown. Uh, it's interesting to kind of go back and you, you look at old pictures of yourself and uh, it's kind of like, oh man, did I, did I wear that? <laughs> Why did I make that decision? Why did I like this kind of type of music? Um, why did I think that was cool? Why did I date this person? <laughs> or something like that, you know? Um, there are always instances where we can go back into the past and realize that there are weird things that, you know, maybe we shouldn't have done. But we have to kind of go through those things a lot in order to make adjustments and experience them and, and push forward. There were a lot of things that I've done in my past that I, I did for merely just because I thought it was cool or I thought that it would make for a good story eventually. So I've made a lot of poor decisions in my past. Uh, a lot of it was through mania and a lot of it was about, um, a lot of it was about trying to satiate something that I felt was missing from the past from then on. Uh, and, uh, I feel like I'm in a much better place now to even talk about the past or revisit the certain meanings in the past because I no longer pine for the past. There were times in my life where I definitely pined for it. I pined for, you know, uh, an ideology that I had about a certain way of being or a type of job I had or someone I was with or um, uh, a place that I used to live or something like that. I don't feel, I feel like I'm much more bound in the present than I've ever been in my life uh, right now. And that's really great. Uh, but there also are plenty of times where I need to revisit things. Um, I basically spent an entire year in therapy revisiting and digging up my entire history to try to figure out uh, what patterns existed in my life leading up to that point. What was it in my life that was making me feel so stuck in that moment? And what did I need to do to break that cycle? A lot of the times, revisiting the past, if you're very good at diving into the nuances of it, will allow you to kind of learn new things about the present and take that into the future. We certainly can't ignore the past. We can't ignore who we were and, and where we should go. We shouldn't ignore any of that. Uh, it, it's important to us to, to, to take stock in who we were and who we to allow us to become someone better. Uh, if, if, you know, the definition of insanity is repeating the same thing over and over again and hoping for the same results, what I feel we should strive towards is just being able to acknowledge the past, good or bad, so that we can grow from it. There is a lot to glean from everyone's personal history. Everyone is different, but there are commonalities between people. There are certain behaviors that end up coming out as a result of, of, you know, past traumas with parents, or you've had a particular experience that has maybe defined who you are. Um, and there are other people out there that you can kind of connect with and relate to. But there are also things within your past, the interconnectivity of all those things. Um, you know, f for me, it's being an entrepreneur, 
having a bit of an have having a repeat uh, situation of abusive relationships and situations, um, being susceptible to that, um, having a difficult childhood with my parents being very um, physical and yelling and a lot of uh, uh, heavy discipline, I could say, um, and a lot of little traumas like that that have made stepping out of my comfort zone difficult. But I'm also a person that is like naturally driven to create something that is uniquely mine. Uh, all of those things feel unique to me, uh, whereas some people may have experienced one or two or three of those things connected together or just one of those things with another element. You know, somebody might be an entrepreneur type that has ADHD and can't focus or somebody who has difficulty with relationships um, but is really great at keeping a steady job. You know, there are variables and interconnected, interweaving things. You know, we can't expect any one person to... Is there a bird, like, right here? No, he's not... Okay, he's just a little further away. He's making a lot of noise, and it's distracting me. Um, there are people who just are experiencing their own things, so it's kind of up to you to gather that information and figure out what to do with it. You know, I do feel like revisiting the past is important, but it's also, it's, you got to be careful to not idealize it. It's, you got to be careful to not, to not look at the past as something that you'll never have again, a feeling that is associated with the past that you'll never have again. Um, that's simply untrue, or you may not know for sure. Um, you know, there are a lot of people who experience this when they have lost a loved one not through death, but through a breakup or um, some sort of long-term separation. And uh, they just feel like they'll never be able to love again. And I, I find that many people can. I've, I've had the, fort the fortune of, of having multiple loves in my life and um, have been able to find ways to learn from each situation and be able to take that into my present relationship, which I feel has is getting all of the positive uh, things that I've, I've learned from those experiences. Um, so I feel for me that it's been very important for me to dive into those nuances, but it's also been important for me to be able to take that and use it as a tool to move forward and not just live within that, that zone, you know, not using the past as a comfort zone, but using it as, as a learning tool, as an a place to to grow and to try new things and to and to just take stock in it and say all right I've done this I've done this I've done this I've tried this thing I've said this thing this way maybe I should try it a different way I've tried this sort of way of self-care and and um, and nurturing for myself and others I need to try something else Maybe I need to take this information and go to a new person and talk to them about this and, you know, some way to like move the needle because we get kind of, it's easy to get stuck in a comfort zone or stuck in a place where you feel good about the past and you just want to revisit it. But the truth is, and the harsh truth is, time doesn't stand still. It just doesn't. That's just not the way it works. You know, we've got to... We gotta realize that if we decide to sit still, the world is gonna mold around us and it's gonna control us. I think a lot of people 
who end up falling into control issues, meaning having a spouse or a family member or someone that controls them is, is a type of person that maybe doesn't allow themselves to, uh, to, to make new connections and do new things, uh, and, and allows the world to like dictate their next action. If we were to stay in the same place, the world will form around us. I know I've said that a couple times, but it's pretty important to think about. Uh, I think about the, I think about the idea of life. If the, if humans were to just disappear, you know, nature would form around it. Nature would continue to grow. Nature would collapse everything that civilization has built. Um, because everything in human civilization is standing still. It will erode over time. Something is always acting upon it. There's no such thing as anything standing still because something around it will be affecting it. And if you as a human being stand still and don't do anything with yourself, don't do anything with this past information or try to just keep things the same and try not to like ruffle any feathers or, or do anything that's uncomfortable, you're kind of giving other people or other situations permission to dictate how your future should be. I hope that makes sense. It's there's, there is comfort in the past and you can idealize things. Sure. But you need to realize that you're not going to have the same exact thing as it was before. You're going to grow. You're going to be a different person. The people around you are going to be different people. Situations around you are going to be different. Technology advances. Occupations advance. Society advances. Music genres change and advance. Um, sometimes they don't advance. <laughs> um, you know, movies are going to change. Things that are trendy and in style are going to change. They're going to adapt. And if we don't adapt, then you look weird. You you don't you don't um, you you don't fit in in a way that's comfortable you know uh, people look at you as like old and stale and I'm not saying you need to be trendy but I'm saying that you need to I, I think it's best for us to take stock in everything that's going on around us and adapt and grow and um, we can use our past as a stepping stool to move forward but we can't let it be something that we strive towards you know the future is what's coming. The past is what was. And what was it could be great. It could have been something that was fantastic. Um, and you want to capture that feeling again. But sometimes that search for that feeling leads to frustration, leads to um, unsatisfaction, not, not being satisfied by yourself, your partner, your everything that's current in your life. And to idealize the past is to sacrifice now. And that's just not, it's not good for yourself. It's not good for your family. It's not good for your friends. You know, it's being present is, is important. And I hope that you know that. I hope that who you were is, is just as important as who you, who you are, but who you are is ever-changing it's ever-growing and I think we owe it to ourselves to be in control of that to be a to be able to dictate 
where our life is going to go. So I hope that all makes sense. I, I think it's good to revisit the past. It's not good to idealize it. I don't think, you know, you fall into the whole, like, make America great again thing. <laughs> you idealize a past that never was. And that's another thing, too. Um, not from the political sphere. I apologize to make that political. That's not what I'm trying to do. I just think it's a good example of of, of taking a past, your personal past or society's past or whatever because uh, and taking that moment that feeling and you kind of inflate it you know that that feeling that moment in time may not have been as awesome as you thought it was um and over time you're kind of convinced yourself that it's that it's bigger than it was that it's greater than it actually was uh and sure there were I, i don't doubt that everyone's had really great moments in their lives and those things may have actually felt really good at the time but have they, were they actually good for you? I don't know. It, it could be different. Um, it could be, you know, it, it could be that you are inflating it. It's very possible. You could be idealizing someone or something or a time or a past version of yourself or a job or, uh, you know, a, a, a time in society, a time in culture. Um, you know, you could be idealizing something that wasn't actually real, but you manifested in your head and, you know, you want that safe space again. Um, but that idealize that idealization, that sort of picture that you've painted of that is something that you can take into the future and try to make the best version of that, you know, and, and not see it as like something that has to be exactly what it used to be. But, you know, an example of that is trends in graphic design. Um, lately, we you've seen probably in the last 10 years, really the last five years, uh, I would say even three, really, uh, there's this emergence of like the last Starfighter type of 80s electronica aesthetic visually. There's a lot of pinks and purples you can see to my branding, um, a lot of lines and glowing edges and um, things like that. Thor Ragnarok is a really good example of that. There's a ton of that sort of vibe, a lot of synth music, stuff like that. Um, that is an example of taking the past that we we felt was as awesome as it was and, and turning it and manifesting it into the present version that could be more awesome than the past was. I'm not saying that the past wasn't cool, that that aesthetic wasn't cool, but now we've got, you know, better motion graphic technology. We've got better understandings of aesthetics. We've got better understandings of how to make movies and how to apply music to movies and how to make better sounding music and clearer, uh, you know, HD visuals and things like that, you know, 4k, 8k, things like that. So we take those ideals, those ideas and ideals and translate them into new things. I, I think that's, that's such a rad thing to do. So there's certainly nothing wrong with taking something from the past and applying it to today. Um, but be careful to not idealize the past and want to go back to it because you just can't. Time doesn't move that way. 
that's that's the reality of it um, as we understand it right now but I'm sure if time travel was possible we would have heard about it by now <laughs> so I think that's a good a good of a place to wrap up as any um, I hope you guys really enjoyed this I hope you have any thoughts on revisiting the past is it something that you've been stuck in is it something you'd like to get out of what or have you gotten out of it and what kind of tools can you offer other people to help them get out of that uh, leave some love in the comments um, my name's c-note christian rivera you can check my stuff out at hi my name is christian.com subscribe to this show at dopamine.life search dopamine on youtube and uh, we're also at dopamine podcast and hey i've also we just started a group called dopamine which is for mental it says dopamine dash mental health support for creatives and entrepreneurs it's a safe space for people to talk about heavy topics and and provide positive affirmations for each other and ask questions and really help each other to to grow and develop so it's a it's a big deal for me i think it's a lot of fun i'm hoping it's going to be a good thing for people and i want to continue to develop this and help people grow and become better people so um if you've got a friend that really likes this sort of thing um please recommend it to them please gently caress the like button it's been very nice you don't have to smash it you don't have to do anything too harsh to that and if you want to watch these videos live you can go to facebook.com slash dopamine podcast and watch the live broadcast and you can leave some comments and we'll interact and that'll be great so i hope you guys had a good time i had certainly a really good time doing this episode it was a lot of fun and uh, i'll catch you guys later peace <laughs>